What's going on, people? It's been a goddamn minute. I feel like I start the fucking podcast like that all the time, but yeah, your boy's slacking. Um, it's been a month since his last podcast. Uh, you might be asking, what the fuck is this guy doing? Well, specifically, he's getting out of the fucking rain trying to find a store that sells Fronto. But, um, you know, that's the least of my worries. Um, yeah, bro, that shit was mad annoying. Um, right before I did this podcast, I just stepped out, see if I could find some grubble leaf. For those of you who don't know what grubble leaf is, it's like a tobacco fucking, like just a straight up leaf. And it's like tobacco and I'm completely addicted to it. Um, I cannot smoke weed without it. I mean, I could, but you know, who the fuck, you know, who's that whack, right? So, um, yeah, I had to step out in this fucking a hundred percent rain right now. And yeah, it took me like six stores to find this shit. So you ever been looking for a specific product and you go to store after store after store and you're like, fuck, am I like, is this a problem? Like, am I addicted to this one thing? Like, I'm not taking no for an answer. But it fucking somehow, you know, I only walked like, what, three blocks? So yeah, man, I finally found it around like dead ass, like the fifth fucking store I found that shit. Like, if I would have had to walk any, like, longer, like, I would have been fucked, bro. But yeah, yo, a lot of shit has changed. Um, what's up? Your boy moved out. Um, yeah, fucking long-ass year, yo, of just living back at home with the folks. I'm sure a lot of you know how it is, but, um, yeah, yo, finally moved out. Um, I'm with three new roommates now who are pretty fucking dope. Um, I think they're Korean, I'm not sure, but, um, yeah, man, it's pretty dope, you know, they just pretty fucking average, they mind their own business, um, they're chill, they're not weird, they don't try to, like, talk for too long, which is, like, the worst fucking thing possible, like, which is not too bad unless you're, like, a guy like me, but, um, yeah, man, they're cool as shit for now, um, I kind of like the fact that they're not Spanish, specifically because coming from like a spanish household for like mad fucking long kind of want to experience some other culture you know just deal with other people especially you won't have to be dealing with especially oh my god especially a dominican guy as soon as they find out you're dominican you know it's over look to get a look look to look 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 yo i gotta work tomorrow bro you mind if I get a little bit of hookah? Eh, loco, préstame un sentado ahí. Yo, eh, diablo, loco, tú viste un juego ahí. Yo. Nah, don't, don't need it, man. Don't need it. Lo, yo, tú eres dominicano. No, pero this is my favorite one. Yo, you dominican? Yeah. Y no. No. Yep, yeah, yeah, man. I'm, uh, I'm dominican. Yo, pero tú pareces hindú. Now, I, lo- I know I look Indian, which usually happens sometimes, you know, when people are mixed up like that. But I promise you, man, I'm Dominican. No, no, yo no lo creo. <laughs> yo. It's, uh, it's insane, man. But yeah, man, glad to be in this fucking new environment. I'm in a new studio slash room that I stay in. <clears throat> you know what it is. Um, I'm drinking some fucking bourbon whiskey right now. Straight goddamn bourbon. Um, brewed in Brooklyn, actually. My boy gave me this for my birthday. 
not my birthday. What the fuck am I talking about? My actually my home housewarming gift. Um, yeah, made in Brooklyn. It's called Seventy Seven Whiskey. So shout out to them. Shout out to your pal Joe, your pal Horatio, my man Joe, hooking it up with the drinks. He also hooked me up with this ginger intense. Uh, Barrow's Intense Ginger Liqueur. It goes fucking perfectly well with this whiskey. Um, damn, making myself thirsty right fucking now. And so, you know, I finally got this fucking job. I've been in it for like, what, a month now? See, um, I went to the fucking office for the first time. I'm working from home, so that's fucking ill, you know? It's the first time ever I get to experience, like, holy shit, I don't have to go somewhere for work. I don't have to wake up mad early, take the train, deal with people. My mind is at a, like, complete ease. Like, it's insane. You know? So, um, for the first time, I actually had to go to their office, but just to pick something up. And, um, yeah, so I'm going into the building, right? Check this out. I get off the F, you know, it's on fucking... It's on Avenue of the Americas, 57th Street, and I haven't been to the city in a minute, so already I'm re- I'm seeing, like, first of all, like, with this city, right, it's so, I guess I was in Queens or just not going to the city in general, but maybe from my last podcast, if you guys haven't heard it, I've just been, like, kind of like, being annoyed of just city people, man, because it's like, I don't know if I'm just starting to hate fancier people or just, like, fucking movie tv show characters you know like i don't know i don't know how to explain it but they're just like really nice extra nice looking people or like people who fucking tie a knot with their hoodie around their necks like those fucking dick bag fucking golf white guys you know what i'm saying so you see a lot of that so immediately i'm like huh uh, you know, it's, I hate being around here, especially with the dress, with the, the way I dress and everyone's wearing a fucking suit and I, people are kind of like looking at me like, who the fuck is this guy? And, um, yeah. So anyways, walk into this fancy ass building and, um, it's just so fucking complicated to get into this fucking building. You know, I'm talking to the guy at the front desk. And of course it's one of those things where you're the guest in the building. So you have to give your ID um, they ask for some fucking other information and then they print you a ticket, which then you now have to go to like some fucking stupid turnstile looking thing, scan your ticket that you just got as if like the guy controlling the fucking turnstile didn't just see me talk to the guy, didn't just see me give my ID to the guy. So if he approves me and he gives me the ticket do you understand the waste of paper that is that I have to scan this thing with my name on and all just for me to go into the building? And that's not the worst fucking part, right? So all this, I go to scan my thing, doesn't work. I'm the only one in the fucking building at the t- at the moment in the lobby. Just trying to fucking get through. Not working. Deep. Deep. Not working. Deep. And I'm I'm starting to get frustrated because I'm like, what the fuck? The guy just printed me this ticket. I'm scanning it in the red light. The guy in front of me, because there's three fucking security guards. The one behind the desk who gives you the ID. Uh, this there's another guy right before, like right before the turnstile, and then a third one after the turnstiles, in case you're trying to rob a fucking paperclip off the floor of a luxurious building, you know. So the third guy's there, and he's looking at me trying to scan. He just sits the fuck there, and I look at him. I'm like. 
hey man, can you just fucking let me in? Like, obviously the guy, this thing is just not working. He comes over, presses it up a couple more times, and then after like five minutes, it finally fucking works. I'm like, thanks, man. Good thing I'm not fucking late. Like, Jesus. So I get past the turnstiles finally, and okay, oh, take elevator two on your left. Bro, there was like 20 fucking elevators in that one lobby. So you know you have like the left and your right, you have like a set of elevators. This was like no buttons, like the most minimal elevator fucking looking thing ever. So immediately I'm like, how the fuck do I even get on this thing? And he's like, you have to go on the screen. And didn't actually, didn't even explain. Just, I had to figure this shit out myself. So I'm saying, okay, there's a screen instead of a button, right? That, which I, I feel fucking like ancient now using this term. But like back in my day, there was a button. You pressed it. Elevator came. Walk into the elevator. 12th floor. Second floor. Third floor. Right? Nah. Today, now we have these touchscreen fucking things. Which is like, dude, what the fuck is this? So it asks you what floor you want to get on beforehand and all that. Now, it once you do that, it only goes towards a certain... An elevator will come down and then take elevator A12. And now you have to like, huh? You hear the ding? Because you know an elevator just got there, but now you got to find A12. And so I'm in there and I'm like, all right. And I finally get upstairs, man. And I realized, fuck, it took like 10 minutes just for me to get in here, you know what I'm saying, and I just hate unnecessary fucking things like that, unnecessary technology, why can't I just fucking walk in, right, hey, I'm here to see this person, my name's Will, alright, cool, you want to see my ID, so that you know I'm not a fucking terrorist, great, after that, let me the fuck in, man, and not only that, the dude called my fucking, called the lady I was supposed to see, and she confirms, oh, Will's there, cool, yeah, send him up, the guy's still kind of like looking at me like, I, I don't know, like you ever have the, the sense of like this guy's looking at you like, oh, what's up your sleeve? Or like, what are you about to do? Like, obviously, like guilty before proven innocence. It's like, it's ridiculous, man. Just let me the fuck upstairs so I can get the fuck out of here. Ah, so immediately it was just like, did not miss that shit, man. All that city bullshit, all this like stupid ass rules, just mad unnecessary, bro. It's like, I'm so glad I just, like, I'm working from home now. I could just stay in Queens, you know? Like, so much unnecessary fucking technology, bro. It's it's ridiculous. Did anyone out there see Coming to America? Ooh! So, I've been taking some notes. So, for those of you who don't, a lot of you don't fucking know. But, um, how I do this podcast, really, is just I take some notes and then I just pretty much talk about what the fuck I want to talk about on the podcast, um, <clears throat> whatever's on the notes, shit like that. So um, I'm watching Coming to America. I'm like, dude, this is, I got to talk about this. I, I got to talk about this. That movie was one of the worst fucking movies I've ever seen in general. Not even like of the year, not of the decade, but like it's one of the worst fucking movies I've ever seen. The fucking, the kid, like, uh, uh, first of all, obviously, spoiler alert, but Hakeem's sons, Hakeem's son, excuse me, terrible fucking actor, corny as fuck, like, the, the, so much CGI, like, the movie, I don't know what it is about today's movies, 
And again, everyone always like, Will, you always like the old school things. You always like, you're mad retro. Like, if I have a PS5, I have a, you know, if if people have are playing PS5 right now, I'm playing a PS1. If P, if I'm playing a P, if I'm playing a PS5, people are playing PS8. So you get the fucking drift, right? But um, I don't know, man. With this movie, it's like I said, like the the way they're doing things now, it's like what their idea of funny is. Like I guess today's Hollywood is um just including shit in the times, like twenty twenty one shit, I guess, which is like hashtags, like mad gender pronouns and fucking like ah like ah I don't even want to like I can't even think about some of the shit they were doing but you guys know what i'm talking about when they're just trying to force like the fucking new world into movies instead of just fucking being funny which it just wasn't at all like there was like maybe one scene that made me smile but besides that it wasn't like it didn't seem like a rated r film either like the the, the original was so fucking good especially now after part two comes out because you realize like these guys literally made a movie that broke like boundaries right so like in the 80s obviously there was mad movies like there's com- dark comedies or comedies where it's like okay we see some titties they're cursing a lot like i in my opinion i think 80s was the first decade to do like you know harlem nights coming to america all like all those fucking films right where graphic nudity all this shit you know allowed now it's just so watered down the jokes are not original they're not even they're not even trying to be funny you know and and it's i don't even know if they are like they're not but i mean they're trying to be funny what i mean by that is like they're not even writing jokes like they're just being like modern family funny which is like just this god awful fucking show that like fat gay guys watch you know with the glass of fucking wine after work <laughs> so like, it's that kind of comedy, man. And it's like, dude, this is supposed to be raunchy. It's supposed to be Queens, New York. Bro, they they barely showed Queens. They didn't go to the hood. They didn't do... They went to, you know, what looked like Harlem. And they barely showed... Any, like, they showed some scenes, but it's, you know, it's some little things of Queens here and there. But the whole the whole thing of the first one, the whole beauty of it, was showing realistic scenes of how New York was in those times. And that's what was what was fucking great about it, you know? This one is like, yeah, we're in Africa, and, you know, you're going to become the new prince, and let's get this fucking CGI elephant to just walk. Like, that. there was a scene where they had this fucking elephant just walk between uh, Hakim and his son. And it was, like, the most fakest fucking elephant I've ever seen. And I'm thinking to myself, like, fuck, man, you guys couldn't afford a real elephant to just walk through? Like, you guys had to get a CGI fucking... Uh, it's ridiculous, man. It, it's it's insane. And so now every movie, right? The reason why CGI is mad whack is because to the human eye, it's not tricking the eye into thinking this is real, right? The human eye picks up things that's either real or not. So once we see something that, like, automatically gives makes us question, okay, is this a CGI, whatever... That's it. You know, it's not real. It's not a, It's not that it's not a good job. A good example is fucking Thanos, right? Where obviously it's... But you can tell, okay, it's played by Josh Brolin. A lot of his features in it. 
Yeah, a lot of the shit CGI, but at least it's you're watching a Marvel movie. So, you know, okay, yeah, you're already convinced that this is fucking fiction, this is comic book, whatever. Comic book film. But like in like back in the day, man, when they used to do these horror movies, and some people still do it, but using animatronics and like costume and set designs and that is what actually convinced the eye that oh shit, this thing is real. You know, that's why as kids, I feel like we were scared more of horror movies back then because they used actual fucking things, right? So even though that thing might not be moving, it's like a fucking Chucky doll. Like, I think we were scared of Chuck- of, of a Chucky doll because like, the Chucky doll is like, in real life, look exactly how the fucking Chucky doll looks in the movie. So in your imagination, it's like, fuck, this guy's ready to stab me at any moment. He's just sitting in that corner, you know? We've all had those fucking thoughts, bro. Whether it's a toy, you ever seen a movie where a toy is a killer or like there's like a possessed doll or the possessed, like, yeah, that shit will fuck you up. Like you got to get rid of all your toys. You got to, right. Because they use something real and just used animatronics, whatever. So now our eye is like, fuck, like that shit is scary as shit. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, man, that movie was whack. Um, But, you know, fuck that shit. I don't, I don't, that was really like, wow, I was surprised, like, because I didn't think it was going to be that bad, but shit, man, I don't know, I saw a really fucking good movie right after that, Um, I, it's called I Care A Lot, yeah, I Care A Lot, with fucking, um, I wish I knew the blonde lady's name, but she was dope, she fucking killed it, but it's her and uh, Peter Dinklage, and it's on Netflix, that movie was mad fucking good, and it was a good movie that I haven't, like, I haven't seen a good-ass movie in a while, right, where it's like, okay, the plot is interesting, the acting is great, you know, there's nothing weird about it, they're not forcing, and it was so insane, because it was like, it's crazy how they're able to pull this off, like, we have this plot, we have these actors, and this is the, and we're gonna go ride, and we're just gonna ride right through it, and and it was a perfect beginning, middle, end, you know? So, and it's like, it's, it didn't even seem hard. It was just fucking good, you know? For those of you who haven't seen it, it's about this girl who, um, who, uh, starts scamming old people out of their houses and making them believe that they're, uh, that they're disabled and not fit to take care of themselves. So she works with their doctors to hopefully try to get them, ev- not evicted, but into the care of the court where now they're not allowed to live in their help in their homes and they don't have all the assets or none of that yeah so pretty much this lady gets the court and the doctors to sign something and now these old people like lost everything to this one girl who scanned them out of everything because you know she convinced the fucking court that these ladies cannot take care of themselves so, um, yeah, that's the whole movie, but, um, if you haven't checked it out, mad fucking good, like, definitely one of the best movies I've seen in a minute, and it's that, you know, Tenet, it's another example, where it's like, these movies are not really trying mad hard, or not trying to promote a message, they're not trying to say, hey, we're mad cool in 2021, check out hashtag, check, no, it's just a fucking plot, and they go on with the plot. If the movie was filmed in the 70s, would have worked. 80s worked. 90s worked. Today, it works. There's movies that you can film no matter what fucking era. 
And that's why I bring it up once in a while where it's like, oh, these old movies are good back then. It's, it's not that it was because it was back then. I guess people were just more creative or, you know, just simply weren't as whack as people today, bro. And like, it's weird, but it seems like that's what it fucking is. I bring this up all the time when it comes to the movies and especially movies because the rate that we're getting movies now it's like again this this i care a lot the tenets it's very rare but like back then we had and in the comedy movie like business right where we had mad different comedy like the other day i saw 30 minutes or less on netflix right and it's like yeah like that era was just producing cool raunchy comedy you know funny comedies now it's like if we don't have a like a million dollar budget so we can get some cgi rhinos in here yeah we can't do it bro it's just not you know it's not funny enough man you don't have any transgenders in the role you don't have any uh hashtags in the role you don't have any black lives asian lives spanish lives alien lives bugs lives mr potato hot (laughs) mr potato head lives matters in the film Oh, we're not being politically correct. You know what I'm saying? I think they mentioned some shit about like politics. I was like in coming to America, back to that shit, you know? But I was like, you got to be kidding me. They mentioned like Trump or something. It's just like, dude, this is not the fucking film for it. Like just be funny. That's it. Don't fucking include anything else. Like that that's that has what with what the fuck we're dealing with today, right? With the COVID and all that bullshit. The last thing you want to see in a fucking movie is them pay homage to what's going on. When you want to watch a movie, you want to get fucking distracted. You want to see some shit that has nothing to do with this world that we're living in. That's the whole point of a fucking movie, you know? <laughs> I was reading some Reddit shit and they actually brought up a good ass point where Hakeem in, in the Coming to America, again, spoiler alert, but he pretty much gets raped by fucking Leslie Jones. And then, like, he has to take this... Like, it's not that he gets raped, right? But, like, he gets drunk and then she fucks him. And But the whole point... Like, I read this comment, right? I read it and the guy's like... It's funny how, like, this guy gets technically raped, right? He takes her back to the home, accommodates her, and I'm literally reading word for word. And it says, it sucks more when you read reviews and they all say that he had one night stand, then forgot about it. And then it continues to show like, you know, how, uh, let me see, a slate writer mentioned this in her write-up of the movie. She also talks about her Nigerian mother being unhappy with the original. All the comments are, it's comedy, it's, it's comedy, liberals are bothered by everything. And it's like, yeah, it's just, we wouldn't really bring this up if y'all didn't bring it up. But since everybody goes hard today, it's like, and it's crazy because even me, I felt guilty for it. But it's it's dead ass, a guy getting raped and, and you know, he's drunk, he gets raped, he has a child with this girl and it's like, every, it's, it's funny. But think about if the roles were reversed, right? Let's say... Leslie Jones was mad lit, right? And Eddie Murphy was just, yeah, I'm trying to fuck. Lifts her fucking leg up, inserts its shit. She doesn't know what's going on and just starts fucking her. You see, even me saying this on this podcast, it it immediately got dark. The whole podcast just got mad dark just because I said that. But let's reverse the roles. (laughs) Leslie Jones is going to fuck a drunk Eddie Murphy in this upcoming Coming to America. In theaters today. Like, yeah. 
Everyone's going to find that shit funny. Shit, even me. I found it funny until I read the fucking comment and I was like, oh shit. Like, that's an OD double standard. But um, yeah, that's just kind of interesting, you know? And I'm not saying, take it down, take it down, you know? This movie should be banned. There's a man being raped. Nah, like, I don't give a fuck. If, if it's a movie and it's for entertaining, entertaining purposes, I don't give a shit. I'm just that type of guy. I'm from a, I'm from an era where, you know, you get your ass cut either way. It's some hardcore movies and we just don't give a fuck, man, if you're offended. So that's what the fuck it is. Ah, <sighs> so I was at my boy's house. Um, we we're mixing it up a little bit, making some beats and shit. Or was this? Nah, this was for like a pain and sip. So a paint and sip is like usually like an event where you just go, they have paintings and you can sit down, paint, listen to music, smoke. And uh, yeah, it's pretty chill. You know, my boy invited me to one. Um, I'm chilling there with my other boy. Uh, and uh, we're chilling, smoking, you know, drinking, doing our thing. And guy walks in, right? Because there's other people invited there. So there's other people I don't know. And this dude comes in and it's, it's this Chinese dude with like long hair and you know i don't really think much about it like he's a cool dude so far he's very eccentric like yo what's up man my name's this yo what's up man yo yo you got yo like very very like you ever met one of those guys you know that's like very like damn this guy just did a bump or some shit but it was just his character what it seemed like so guys man cool sits down you know starts talking you know he's like yo he pulls out the weed and he's like yo check this out and that's how you know, uh, you know, like this guy, you know, people who share their, like, not even share their weed, like, yo, look how cool my bud looks. It's like, and at this point in my life, I'm just like, dude, I, I don't care what it looks like, man, as long as it's weed, you know? But um, we start passing around his bud. Like, yeah, man, looks pretty fucking cool. Has some nice crystals in it, trying to sound relatable. Like, yeah, man, some nice orange hairs on it, you know? So, um, that just starts happening, whatever. We start mingling, and um, he turns over. He's, like, in the middle of talking, and he turns over to, like, one of... There's, like, four girls, right? And two of them are in a relationship with two guys, two of my buddies that are there. And there's two other girls that I don't I don't know... I don't know if they were single together, but their significant other wasn't there. So, I hate how I have to sound so fucking proper now. But, um... <laughs> so, anyways... These fucking two girls are there, and he just, he looks at one of them, and he goes, and, and mind you, let me just, I'm not even to be mean, but the one he looks at, like, both of them weren't really that attractive, in my opinion. One of them was a little, like, overweight, you know, like, just, but we weren't there for that, we we're chilling. Just in my personal opinion, you know, not the baddest girl around. Let's just say that. So, he looks dead straight the fuck at her, and says, yo, you have a beautiful smile. And she's just like, oh, thank you. Come here. Let me show you something real quick. Dude stands up. I didn't even realize his shirt was tucked in. He had like a fucking black tee tucked into some black jeans. So already he looks like a fucking Jet Li bad guy. And um, so he walks over right? and he has a Steven Seagal ponytail. Straight ass Chino hair, bro. Like flowed in the wind, but like in a tail. So walks over with this girl and she's like selling edibles. So she's explaining this to him. Oh yeah, by the way, he had a J in his mouth that was like longer than my fucking middle finger, right? And I, let me tell you something. I smoke bud 
And uh, recently, like, kind of had a different relationship with weed. Sometimes I like to smoke by myself. If I smoke with others, I'll tend to get really quiet and just, you know, kind of just sit, sit uh, bleh, chill and sit back. But, um, yeah, I noticed this dude, right? And he goes over, he's walking over with this fucking J, lights it up, starts mac- talking. And I'm looking at this dude, and I'm like, damn, this motherfucker's the man, bro. He He has some fucking swag. And, and th- let me tell you something, man. It's not that Asians don't have... I mean, I'm not saying that at all. But it's... In my personal experience, it's very rare that, like... It, especially him, and he said it himself, that he was, like... Not even, like, U.S. born, but he was born in China and then came here. But the confidence this man had, like... We all knew already, like, damn, this guy is fucking... This guy's the shit, right? So he goes over, starts talking to her, he's smoking. I'm like, bro, if that was me... I, like, I don't know, I just wouldn't be able to pay attention, or I'd be, like, kind of, like, and it's not, like, nervous, like, oh, I'm scared to talk to girls, but, like, when you're in your fucking vibe, and you're smoking, you're not, like, you know, if, if some girl sits next to you, and you guys both smoking, cool, but out of nowhere, like, that, like, yo, come through, I bet, and then you smoking, and, like, just having that conversation, I don't know, me, I'm just a timid, shy guy, it is what it is, but I saw that shit, and I was, like, holy shit, I gotta, you gotta give this guy respect, man. So, he's talking to this fucking girl. Ends up being cool, whatever. And I'm like, me and my boy are like, you know, in, like checking this whole shit out. I'm like, damn, yo, this guy goes mad hard. So, he fucking, you know, he sits back down, whatever. He's like, yo, you guys got Fronto? Everybody's like, um, no, no, I don't think so. One girl. So, this is right. The one girl that he already talked to. There's two girls, right? So, there was one in the beginning that he talked to. And now there's this other one, right? And she's like, yeah, I got you with the Fronto. Pulls out an entire leaf, right, out of the bag and just lets it roll down. And that shit is huge. Bro, this guy. (laughs) Holy shit. This fucking guy, like, stands up, looks at her for, like, a good four fucking seconds, right? Then walks over and then hugs the shit out of this girl. And then... Like, you know, imagine you're in a room chilling and in the middle of the room, two people just start to hug and you're like smiling like, oh, okay. But then they don't let go. They just keep hugging and hugging and hugging. And and it's that ass like a 10 second hug. And we're like, I, I, and me and my boys just looked at each other like, you know, that was, it's just so awkward right now. But like the dude just. I don't know what the fuck it was, man, but he just, he, he had it in him, bro. He just, he was macking, and it was just funny as hell, bro, because I hadn't seen that shit in a minute, like, somebody just being mad confident, like, yo, what's going on, man? He looked like a fucking, like, like a Fat Albert character, like, like, I don't even fucking know, man, like, my Chinese neighbor over there, like, what's going on, man, you know, so, like, he would just roll with the gang, I was like, oh, shit, you know? Everybody should be more like that. And not only Chinese people, not only Asians, but everyone should fucking be that confident, you know? But, um, yeah, bro, that shit was, that shit was crazy. I, I, you know, I told my boys immediately, you know, what's so crazy, too. It's that me and my boy literally had like a, a Asian, like a cool Asian guy character in her head. So you, I'm sure you guys heard of, of Hans. You know, my name is Hans. I'm the house player of tonight. I play a lot of house. And every now and then I like to come on the podcast and talk about the most best techno that Europe has to offer. Right? 
And then we also have my boy Chang. You know what I'm saying? What's up, dude? Chang, right? Who's like the cool Asian guy. <laughs> so we have these fucking characters, right? And then we always like fuck around and just like, you know, shit on each other, whatever. And imagine one day you have this like fake character in your head and he literally just walks in through the fucking front door. And when I mean, like, literally, it's like, it's even the same fucking name, fake name you have for this guy. So not only does he have the name, but he has the fucking, like, characteristics, the personality. And even then, I even if that guy, if that guy listens to this right now and hits me up, yo, what the fuck, man, you're talking shit? It's like, nah, bro, I'm actually, like, glorifying you. Like, and I told my boy, like, I don't, I can't even do that, you know? There's, once I walk up to go talk to a girl, whatever the fuck it is, like, I'd be like, dude, if, if. If I get, you know, if this doesn't work, then all right, man, I'm leaving because like, <laughs> you're just going to feel mad fucking stupid or just like, you know, all right, like I'm going in. Whereas this guy didn't even fucking hesitate, just walked up, you know, I don't know, maybe am I, am I, do I sound pussy right now? <laughs> I don't know, yo, quarantine, COVID, that does, that does some shit to you, you know, the whole like social life and all, like, it's kind of weird. Um... Yeah, man, even the whole dating game, bro, fucking, I don't know what these, like, this generation is gonna do with the whole dating thing, like, do they actually go to places and talk to girls, or is it just dating apps now, you know, do they have to, like, (laughs) say, hey, what's up, to, like, 10 girls, and then see what message, you know, see whoever answers first, it's like, that's the game now, you can't, you know, can't go up to girls right now because there's no fucking i mean in new york other places yeah sure but right now in new york we're fucking i mean i think we're still pretty close man in terms of like businesses and indoor dining and even if you're fucking not you're still wearing a fucking mask so has anyone out there tried spitting to gain to a girl who's wearing a mask and also you're fucking wearing a mask right fucking two ninjas just like trying to spit game to each other like ah man this shit's not gonna work like everyone's pretty much just doing the whole fucking dating app thing and so i have this little like prediction that eventually like the bond between man and woman like adam and eve like that like okay we have to talk to each other like you're the only woman i'm the only man so imagine if adam was just like imagine if eve was just saying "Mm, nah he's whack and then like adam just all right i guess might as well fucking talk to this hippo you know fucking like that's how it's gonna be right like if we don't snap out of this dating app thing and get back to like going to bars and going to talk to a girl at the fucking bar or maybe at the park you know like, shit was mad lit, you know, when we were doing that. But now with this whole dating app shit, man, it's like, in my opinion, I think it really, it adds on, like, a filter to, like, talk to girls. And it's kind of weird because you're, there's this filter, there's this screen between you guys. And for me, it's like, I like to, you know, everything in person, right? Even my boys, like, if they want to fucking speak, it's like, all right, call me. Or let's chill in person, you know, like I rather like if you if you're going through some shit, bet, let me go to your crib, let's set a day where we can chill. I don't like to talk on the phone. Don't fucking FaceTime me with all this shit. You know, don't text me. I want to see you in person because if everything in person is the is the best fucking experience, whether that's with your your parents, your friends, your fucking girl. Right. 
so and you know i think that's the best way like if they find you funny how cute you are whatever the fuck it is every little thing right and then with these apps it's like there's mad times not only is it kind of shady but like there's so many times where i meet up with the girl and just like kind of like has a shorter leg than the other or just has like fucking two-faced harvey dent going on you know and you're just like fuck man like what did you think i was just not gonna fucking see that you know so at least with the in-person thing it's like you know whatever the fuck you're looking at is what you get right like so yeah it's it's gonna be interesting to see how this plays out at least into the summer in new york you know um the summer's gonna be lit i'm trying to throw this fucking event at this park in uh flushing queens so uh stay tuned for that if i can get these fucking permits you need a fucking permit for everything. Me and my buddy were trying to look into it. You need a fucking police. Okay, so you want to play some sound? You need a permit from the precinct. You need a permit from the city to do it in the location. You have. You want to do food? Another permit. It's just... It's it's almost made impossible for you to just like... Okay, I, I gotta break the law. I'm just gonna fucking bring my fucking shit and just play music in a park and that's it. And if they come break it up, then it is what it is. But, yeah, man, I hate when things are, like, way more complicated than it fucking has to be. And the city probably has its good rules. Like, oh, well, it's because of this. It's like, dude, just let me throw a fucking party. Like, what the fuck did people do in the 1800s? That, like, yeah, like, I probably would have been a slave and that would have sucked. But, (laughs) but fucking, at least I can just go in the middle of a fucking grass field start playing a banjo and i can form a crowd and no government would be like hey man you can't do like that's it it's free land i'm playing music i'm not playing anywhere near a fucking senior citizen home where people have to get up the next day at fucking four in the morning you know what i'm saying so i should be fine not hurting anyone i'm not harming anyone everyone who's coming through is invited it's just city shit not only city shit, New York City shit. So, yeah, man. I don't know. New York City's kind of like already on its like deathbed, I feel. I don't know if we can take some pill to reverse the aging of New York. I don't know if we can like reverse the damage. But if New York doesn't fucking do something, man, I don't know, bro. We're not going to be the, the capital. We're not going to be the fucking center of the world anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like... I don't know, dog. Your boy's not lying to you when I tell you that I might have a four-year plan to get the fuck out of here. Maybe either go to a sunnier state, you know? Because with this cold and then the masks on and then we can't, like, nah, nah, nah. I'm all right. Rather, you know, fucking about to go to Japan, son. See what's up. Fucking see some different shit out there. See what's good to Godzilla. Speaking of that, when's that fucking coming out? Godzilla versus Kong, yo. Was that commercial, yo? The fucking Kong trailer where it's like, allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Kong. And then he just fucking smashes the building mad hard. That shit's gonna be lit, bro. But um Yeah, yo. That concludes today's fucking podcast. Um Yeah, it's been a month since my last one. I'm gonna try to obviously be more consistent with this shit y'all know what it is but uh as always 
Love you guys. Stay safe.